Hello and welcome to I Got That One, a University Challenge Appreciation Podcast presented by me, Tom, and me, Yvonne. Things are starting to get real exciting. It's the second round. Bum 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 ba bum bum ba ba. Da da. Sounds familiar. Da 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 da. I see what you're trying to do. Oh, is it because I'm humming the Imperial March? It could be. Hey, it's another one, and um, this time we're back with Imperial. So quickly, so quickly indeed, and uh, facing off against one of our favorite teams as well, Saint Andrews. One of the most fun episodes. I think our favorite, but also a lot of other people's favorite as well. Yes, it had everything, not just you know very strong answers, but the dynamic duo of uh, Sherlock and Holtzman. Yeah, entertaining personalities. Yes, um, best dressed. I think oh, we absolutely. had a few best dressed from from that episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, thank you very much to. Uh, Max for following us on uh, Twitter. Oh yeah, <laughs> you have an interesting profile, yeah, shall we say? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, I'm very happy that we're we've started off the second round, and we're seeing these teams that we saw in the first round coming against each other, and we're getting to see you know how strong they really are when pitted against teams that are as strong as they are. For sure, and you know we did kind of hint uh, in the last few weeks that it was going to be a bit of a heartbreak because there were so many strong teams. Mm-hmm. And inevitably, there was going to be some heartbreak one way or the other this time round because yeah. two teams you really enjoy and, mm. you know, only one of them can leave. Only one can make it through. So, yeah, normally we go through uh, the teams, but, you know, listen you know to our episode two weeks ago about uh, Imperial. Yeah, so we won't go through Imperial again, but just a quick one on St. Andrews because we last saw them, what, a month, a month and a half ago? So long ago now. Yeah, so anyway, average age of 23. So we had mm-hmm. Sherlock doing uh, International Relations and Modern History. Holtzman, who has just graduated in Maths and Physics. From Maine in the US. Yeah. Martin Kemsar, the captain, doing economics, and Er from New York doing philosophy. Indeed. Yep. Or as he said, I'm not from New York philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, was in a rush to uh, get that finished. Yeah, we had to finished. play that a couple of times to make sure if it was York or New York, right? Yeah. Now, um, from the very get-go, yeah. you could feel like there was a change of atmosphere in both teams. In both? I was thinking more in St. Andrews because I could sense there was a bit of... I don't really know how to put it. There's something a bit off, I think, in the team dynamics and their energy this time. Yeah, I don't know, because it wasn't the fun, uh, charismatic energy that had us going the first time around. It felt like, I don't know what it was. Yeah, maybe they were, you know, intimidated by Imperial. I mean, I would be. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Cone <laughs> does seem kind of unassuming, but, you know, give him uh, five minutes on a microphone, oof, yeah. he'll knock your socks off. Yeah. Always a fan, Michael. <laughs> but not just that, I mean that as in because it was Wong who buzzed in first. Yes, yes, so that's true. So I feel like that's a change. We're now seeing the rest of the Imperial team getting a little bit more comfortable and confident, Yeah, I think, I think that's partly because, you know, everybody's mic'd up now, so we yeah. can hear much more conferring than we used to. But I also think that... You know, having now appeared for the third time, the Imperial team is definitely uh, more confident across the board. Yeah, I think especially Wong, because remember yeah. in the very first match, he got a wrong buzz. And yeah, I think then that it seemed to dampen his... Somewhat. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But then this time, it was just... Yeah, they were, they were all just much more confident. Yeah, more willing to have a go. Raman buzzed a couple of times. Yeah. Maro didn't buzz. Uh, but, but she was, you know, she crucial to every... Yeah. yeah, she was very crucial in the discussions. And I feel like there was one where... Michael, you could have let her buzz because it looked like she was about to. Yeah, but you know he was captain and he yeah, probably enough. made a call. Hey, a point's a point. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say anything. Yeah, 
Yeah, so anyway, both teams were actually off to a good start, For I sure. thought. So like like you said, um, Wong buzzed in first. Mm-hmm. Now that was interesting because that was the question about um, the Latin, so the Latin word for a final place title. And so his answer was second runner-up, whereas the correct answer was actually... Second run- or runner-up. Yeah, second or runner-up. So second runner-up is actually wrong. So I was wondering why Paxman gave him that Yeah, point. this has caused a little bit of controversy in mm. the uh, University Challenge community. Yeah. Um, I'm inclined to believe that either Paxman misheard or gave the benefit of the doubt, thinking, mm. okay, maybe uh, he meant to say either or. I don't know. No, I don't know. I, I, I feel like he probably misheard this one because... Possibly... Yeah, I mean, it comes down to the wire for some of these questions. Even if you, you know, this is a mistake. Yeah, so it is. Um, not yeah. that it made that much of a difference. Uh, nope, indeed yeah, it because, didn't. Um, uh, Imperial only picked up one uh, one of the questions afterwards. But yeah. uh, it was an interesting thing to uh, start with. Yes. Um, I feel like, um, you know, it was kind of neck and neck for a while. Especially yes, it when it came with the first picture round. Another yeah. fun one. Yeah. Which was locations of film festivals around the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that was a good one. Yeah, well, uh, I learned that uh, there was a music festival in uh, Locarno. Yeah, and a film festival in Goa. I didn't know that. Well, that one makes sense. There's a lot of arty people that that's, live that's there. That's true, yeah, and the home of the biggest film industry in the world, after all. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, but after that, it felt like things definitely started to go awry. For um, St. Andrews in particular. Yes, and I think... A lot of it was that a couple of the team members lost some of their confidence that they had in previous in the previous yeah, round. Yeah, definitely there was some sense of them being being shaken up. So, um, unfortunately, quite a few wrong answers from from Sherlock. And honestly, I feel for him because I feel like uh, some of those questions, if he had waited maybe a few seconds longer, he yeah. would have got it right. The first one, I answered uh, the same uh, way he did, but mm-hmm. uh, you know. Do you remind us what that one was again? About uh, the types of uh, species of a particular kind of lizard. Yeah. And if you think basilisk, oh, there has to be monitor lizard because, mm. you know, they're the big snappy, snappy kind. But if you, yeah, if you listen to the rest of the question. The ridge and the bandit tail. Well, yeah. yeah. That's an iguana. Mm-hmm. So, but at the same time, there is a time pressure. And if you are used to being on a kind of roll, I guess it can very easily kind of shake up your nerves. Yeah. And then even uh, Martin Kemsa. So I mm. I thought he was actually maybe the steadier, strongest for player sure. for, of the team to th- this particular match. But then towards the end, he also took way too long on the side of questions to the point where Paxman actually couldn't give him um, the point for the right answer because he just took too long. That was actually the first time I've ever seen that. Yeah. And... First time in this series for sure. Now, that could be for a whole host of reasons, because it wasn't just him. I feel like uh, also seemed a little bit, mm. I don't know, he seemed a little Very bit... Very stressed. Irritable, a bit stressed out. Most of us should be on uh, this kind of show. Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't help thinking that maybe it's it's just COVID weighing on all these contestants. Possibly. Also, remember, uh, both John and uh, Max, uh, Hosman and uh, uh, are from uh, the US... Yeah. And considering what's going on right now, it might be kind of hard to focus on a quiz show agree. what with your entire nation's democracy at risk yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can imagine the kind of pressures they're on, especially as university students in the time of COVID with all these kind of political upheaval. Exactly. Could be, could be. I don't know. Yeah, you're worrying about your future. And I feel like also Sherlock uh, not just uh, didn't seem like on his pace, he seemed also a bit more 
uncertain and kind of yeah a bit ill i think yeah just very different from from the first appearance but yeah i yeah. mean i really feel bad for him because i feel like it just wasn't their day because we've seen them perform very very well yeah, yeah. and i don't think last time was a fluke i think I, it's i just... don't think it was a fair representation of their actual yeah. knowledge and skills it was just very odd day yeah i feel like it was just maybe a perfect storm of other factors and yeah. unfortunately it just happens sometimes mm-hmm. and so that actually gave imperial a lot of time and probably boosted their confidence as well in terms of getting some of the starter questions um and team questions as well exactly they definitely yeah. benefited from extra time yeah. it's how Raman got his first buzz yeah yeah it's you know how they picked up a few other points mm. uh, there were a few actually it's not like uh, Imperial didn't uh, drop points. Mm, um, they did. They did. Yeah, Co managed to drop ten uh, at yeah, the end. Yeah. But by that point, you know, you have a commanding lead. You you're able to you know have, play a few more risks. It's not like you're yeah. in danger of being overtaken at yeah. that point. Yeah. So the thing is, so Imperial definitely comes across as very strong. Um, what I think is interesting is that they've never actually scored particularly high. So this is the highest they've scored mm-hmm. so far, right? One eighty. Yeah. Um, they've never broken 200, whereas yes. St. Andrews, last time they got 255. But also remember last time Darwin were really struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, that definitely uh, fed into it. That's fair, yeah. Whereas Imperial have always had very tough competition. They have, they have, yeah. Yeah, because Strathclyde, very, very strong team mm-hmm. with the three glass regions. And last yeah. time Exeter really gave it the all. Yeah. Uh, it's easy to kind of say, oh, they got uh, knocked mm. out, uh, whatever. But they put up a really strong fight. Yeah, a strong fight, but also consistently getting better Yeah, as well. So so I feel like uh, it's just Imperials had more of a proving ground. Yeah. Whereas the Andrews had a bit of an... E- I think we talked about this. Yeah. That they definitely had an easy going of it. Yeah, so actually what's interesting with the second round is you get to see how teams fare more fairly because they've matched yeah. up with people just as strong as they are. And yeah. so we get to see, you know, their their true strengths, their true skill coming out, especially now. Plus, uh, Imperial might also have benefited, actually, from having to go through the best-scoring losers. Yeah. Because they had to practice more, they had more uh, camera so. time, so they were able to, you know, kind of get used to being in the studio experience yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. Because I think there was a very long break in the filming. Mm. So maybe in that intervening time, who knows what happened. Yeah, they probably had time to practice. Precisely. So I think it's a good time to go into some stats now since we're talking about, you know, how, how the teams did. Okay, so in terms of stats, obviously Cohn buzzed in the most. Well, yeah. Um, seven out of 11 sort of questions, seven correct? Seven out of 11? Yeah. You can open a franchise with those numbers. <laughs> and then Ur um, from St. Andrews, two out of three. Mm-hmm. Wong from Imperial, also two out of three. Uh, Martin Kemsa, two out of six. So these were among the highest uh, in terms two of starting out of six, questions. Really? Yeah, he got a few wrong actually. He got actually quite a few wrong by yeah. the sounds of it, yeah. Yeah, so uh, unfortunately, St. Andrews had a t- total of six incorrect interruptions. That is brutal. That is 30 points down the drain. Really, yeah, that's just not good enough. Yeah, uh, two incorrect interruptions from Imperial. So, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, it was from Cone lost 10 points. Uh, correct interruptions, four from Imperial, two from St. Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bonus questions. Actually, if you look at bonus questions, you could see that they're, they're both kind of very, very good teams. It just yeah. came down to losing a lot of points in the starter questions and then that shaking up their confidence a lot. So um, St. Andrews got about 66% of their starter questions uh, sorry, their bonus questions correct, whereas yeah. Imperial only got 60% of their really? bonus questions correct. Yeah. But um, 
Imperial had more uh, bonus questions to answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so just Imperial came in with just way more starter questions, about 66%. Yeah. Whereas St. Andrews only managed about 40 um, But yeah, I mean, it really, I think, came down to, to the impact of the incorrect interruptions yeah. and those other lost points on, on just the confidence of the team. Yeah, it's not like Maudlin versus University College, yeah. where it was definitely the drop points that they missed out in terms of points. Yeah, for sure. It was more the psychological aspect, I yeah, think, definitely, that were down definitely, on them. Rather than, you know, actual yeah, margins. Speaking about those uh, bonus uh, questions, uh, yeah. there are a few where I have a bone to pick with, Cone. Oh. Yeah, uh, Lambic. You know, I know that you're not really a drinker, but come on, that really stung my uh, my <laughs> spirits Belgian there. Belgian sensibility. Yes, how dare you? Ah, uh, well. And Did also, the... Paxman, it's Lambic, not Lombi, whatever <laughs> nonsense you utter. Yeah, yeah, well, give them a break. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, some of the questions that I really liked. I like the one on classical Indian texts. Yes, which um, also... Uh, yeah, Karen... because, you know, I got that one and... Uh, yeah, so Cohn's answer was um, Mahabharata, or the other option that he had was Ramayana, but I knew it was the Vedas. that those two texts are actually much, much younger than we think they are, hmm. and it's the Vedas that was written actually about 3,000... 8th century BCE. No, That's... much, much, way before the Vedas were written about 2,000 plus BCE. Really? Yeah, they're, they're one of the oldest um, Hindu texts. God damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, you know. Now, granted, um, Imperial... They're a young team. Yeah. I would be shocked if they knew anything about Woody Guthrie. Okay. But um, seriously, uh, I think <laughs> I think Paxman did say that he was a folk hero in the US. Okay. So why would he write this machine kills people on his guitar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, you should look him up. Context cues. Woody Guthrie, a uh, fantastic socialist. Uh, yeah, so the answer was uh, this machine, machine kills, kills fascists. fascists indeed. Which he took with him into war when he was drafted into the Merchant Marine. Oh, really? Fascinating man. Very, very really interesting. Really fascinating very man. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I think that they did very well. Yeah. They even managed to get uh, Paxman to pause briefly to have a conversation about... With uh, the Raman, right? About how to pronounce the word Thul. Yeah. <laughs> Or too late. Or uh, too late, whatever. We'll never know. <laughs> exactly, whichever one. Or if someone does know, please, you know, write into us. Actually, I had the impression that uh, Paxman was getting a little bit chummy with uh, the Imperial team. Yeah. I well, he's seen them more. He's seen them more often, yeah. yeah. But he seemed to... I think also he's taken a shine to Cohen and Co. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to say I have as well, not just because we interviewed Michael. Yeah, again, this is not favoritism. <laughs> it's just because of their on-screen presence. On-screen presence and also just the diversity, right? I'm very yeah. happy to see a Malaysian. Being a Singaporean myself, it makes exactly. me very happy to see a Malaysian. So shout out to Raman. Um, also happy to see Wong. So two um, Asians being represented on the team. It's actually an entire uh, team of minorities because yeah. you have, you know, two Asian men, a woman, and uh, you know, Cohen is Jewish. Yeah. You only so every you know a lot of ethnic um, representation, yeah. sorry, ethnic minority representation here. Yeah, the only box um, they're not ticking is someone who's a bit older. Yeah. But yeah. then again, it's fun to see a nice young team kind of. It's you know, fun. Go in. It's refreshing, and when they do so well, I think it just. It makes me very happy, and I'm sure a lot of other people out there as well, just happy to see themselves represented on a platform like this. It's also proof that uh, diversity does actually help. It does. So coming from different parts of the world, knowing different you know, types of geography, uh, languages, history, culture, it, it all benefits you if you have a diverse team. Exactly. So, yeah, I think this may be a sign for future teams that maybe you need to think a little bit harder, mm-hmm. put your message a little bit further when you're, you know, trying to get people to uh, 
try out for the next uh, season's competition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are there any other questions that you really want to bring up? I mean, the Rivers one was fun. Uh, I like the the second picture round for once. Yeah, I wanted to mention that as well because it's nice to kind of see faces of these famous authors. So you may not really be able to identify them, but I think it's just nice seeing them, you know, kind of a casual photograph taken of them doing something. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It was uh, the expat circle that were ba- the American writers based in Paris in yeah. the 1920s, yeah, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because that's F. Scott Fitzgerald was yeah. uh, one of them. Yeah. And I have to say, Hemingway looks like Hemingway. Yeah, I think Hemingway's photo was a bit say. more of a professional photo. Yeah. But then with um, Fitzgerald and I think... That was more of a candid shot. Yeah, I liked seeing, kind of seeing these candid shots because, you know, you read their books, you think of them as these amazing people, but then they're also just regular people like us, you know, going about their well, day. Well, so regular. F. Scott Fitzgerald was <laughs> a socialite whose life was a hot mess. I mean, he was, yeah, of course he was amazing, but just kind of seeing him in a snapshot of his life, it just humanizes these people a little bit. Yeah, no doubt. It was yeah. nice. And it was... I'm just happy that it wasn't another painting from some Italian dude from the 16th century. You know, yeah, yeah. kind of change it up a little bit. Yeah, Italian dude painting a picture of himself in a different style from a different era, you know. Oh, some some <laughs> woman that, you know, he probably didn't have the greatest relationships yeah, with, yeah. you know. Oh, well. So I think that about covers the competition side yeah. uh, because honestly... We can't hold it back any further. We have to talk about the most important segment. Of course, of course. Our hotly anticipated, famed... Best Dressed. Yay. So I think this one is... To me, it's pretty easy. Yeah. I give my best dress to Max Holtman. Absolutely. Again, for his lovely black shirt with uh, flower print and this lovely gold parrot dangling off his right ear. Yes, we're really going to miss the way you dress, my man. Yeah. You, you look fantastic. Yeah. Of course, uh, Gone's got, once again, a nice shirt. Yes, yes. A bit more toned down than the previous two, yeah. I must say. Yeah. And other than that, uh, you know, Maro uh, kind of dressed a little bit like her sister. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's just a more similar-ish outfit uh, oh, well. when they... Uh, uh, I mean, they're, they're twins. Maybe they, they share clothes. Maybe. It's not the same one. So it means yeah. there's more than one uh, dungaree <laughs> in the, the Marrow household. Indeed, yes. Which, hey, you know... <laughs> That's cute. That's really cute. It is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we now see Imperial go through. And I think it's proof that we can see them go quite far. Yeah, I think they're definitely a hardworking team as well. Yeah. Um, you know, a bit different from last year's Imperial because yeah. I felt like Brand- for Brandon, it was just easy, right? All these questions were easy for him. It didn't really feel like he was trying. I don't know, maybe I got this wrong, but this time you can see all the team really putting their, their 100% effort into the question. So in in that sense, it makes it a lot more exciting and um, gratifying to see them succeed also. True. I think last season, it was very clear that Imperial were going all the way through yeah. upon reflection because they were... You're absolutely bulldozing all yeah, competition. The first time you saw them, you were you knew that they were going to make it extremely far in the competition. Yeah. and also I think Brandon uh, was more well-rounded uh, mm. in that competition because I feel like he's the kind of person who would pick a topic and just read everything that is possible about it and then yeah. move on to the next thing and just remember and everything. Just remember everything, yeah. yeah. Whereas uh, this time round, uh, there's some definite weaknesses for that team which mm. they're going to have to start shoring up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like whenever it's music or some kind of uh, in, uh, classical literature, there's a bit of kind of, I don't know, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that needs to be mm. touched up on. But I'm looking forward to seeing what they do I'm in the quarterfinals. I'm Imperial, I am this time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And... Uh, Balak St. Andrews, um, but it was fun while I lasted. It was really fun watching you guys play. Yeah, so uh, 
we'll see you guys uh, next week. It's yeah. Goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.